Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with the dog's joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com RLRC and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash R-L-R-C. Hey, y'all. My wife's biggest struggle this past year was fighting the symptoms associated with menopause. Hot flashes, mild mood swings, and sleeplessness. She had them all until she tried Hormone Harmony. She was amazed at how much Hormone Harmony reduced her symptoms and supported her mood and her general well-being. Hormone Harmony is not just a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause. It's become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media. A bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. But it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, Poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. Occasional bloating and gas. No desire to be in bed next to someone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code RLRC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code RLRC for 15% off today. In Tennessee, a mother and daughter are arrested after trying to beat the daughter's husband to death with a skillet. In California, noises from a massage parlor during a church service lead to a prostitution bust and Pablo Escobar's illegal hippos are on the attack. Uh, These stories and more coming at you today, Wednesday, February 7th, on Real Life Real Crime Daily, and I'm Jim Chapman. I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Hello, fellas. What's up? What's up? 
What are you looking at? Thirsty you, Wednesday. Look, he, look at All him. Right. As, okay. I can see the whites of his eyes. Yeah, he's got a smile on his voice. Right. Sounds, sounds pretty hey, crisp. Five so days, five so you days. behaved yourself really well I for did, your birthday. And shout out to my doctor. Five days back on my medicine. Come on. Oh. Shout out, doctor. Double. Who knew Miranda it was hangover Miranda. helper? Miranda I mean, Miranda. no, no. It was a, I had the double thyroid disease and I'd been off of medicine. So I get a little tongue tied and shit. And, uh, I'm feeling better already. And, yeah, I had a good, great birthday. Big awesome. Old, big old steak. Hung out with my, my peeps. And what kind of steak did you have? Ribeye? Big old ribeye. Lots of marmalade. Very good. delicious. I can taste that right now. Um, can you drink on that medication? You're okay to drink? Oh, yeah. Huh? yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, be. He wouldn't be taking it. <laughs> <laughs> it <better> be. <laughs> and he's seeking an alternative. Yeah. Yes, I should have realized that. I should have realized that. A couple of sad things, guys. A couple of heroes dying way too young. Uh, Carl Weathers over, yep. the, over yep. the, the weekend. I want to talk about him for a second. And then this morning, uh, as we're coming into tape, I saw the news about Toby Keith. Well, I mean, Toby Keith. Whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. Right, great song. Uh, tragic, he died. Uh, Only sixty-two. Of cancer, yeah, and but cancer doesn't discriminate. How about uh, brought to you courtesy of the red, the red, white, and, and blue? blue right, right, right. That was a nominal song. Great song, right after nine eleven. Yes. Uh, a true patriot, and just. A, you oh, know, yeah, you look at uh, some of the pictures on online, all of these shows he did for the troops all over the world. I mean, he oh, yeah. he came in, um, he did a show in Louisiana, and there was a firefighter who uh, it was a musician and had been a firefighter for 30-something years, and he was dying of cancer. And his wish was to get to meet Toby Keith, and Toby Keith made it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we made it happen three, but yeah. he made it happen. It was a good day. Very good. I ate at his restaurant. He had a restaurant in Vegas. I went to the the bar in Vegas. I yeah. got hammered there for one of my birthdays. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Carl Carl Weathers. Um, I'm a huge Carl Weathers fan. Yeah. And he was great. You know, when when you think about, uh, I was trying to come up with somebody as an equivalent, but either actors who are forced to play roles where they are athletes in movies, or athletes who cross over and play you know, right. in a movie, he was the best ever. I mean, a guy to, to, uh, to come in and play that role. I don't know who else could have been Apollo Creed that could have sold Apollo Creed the way Carl Weathers did. And if Apollo Creed isn't great, Rocky's a mediocre movie and there yeah. probably isn't ever a Rocky two or, right. or three. And you think about some of these guys like, Think about major league or uh, uh, the replacements, or there were all these movies where actors come over. I mean, you, Corbin Burnson throwing a baseball is not believable. Right. Even Charlie uh, Sheen throwing a baseball, even though he played some baseball, isn't believable. Carl Weathers as uh, the champion of the world boxer yeah. is very Paul believable. Creed. I don't know. I thought Charlie Sheen did a pretty good job yeah. in Major League. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He good. came out of the bullpen looking looking real. Uh, wild thing, wild, wild thing. thing. That was yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, wild thing. Well, and all the Yankees players were all uh, way out of shape, and and, and you know everybody spit everywhere. Right. <laughs> Bob well, Euchre in the booth. Bob Euchre. Rest in peace to them, and prayers for everybody and uh, who loved him and and all that stuff. Right. Well, now. we're gonna do a little uh, 
Carl Weathers Rocky trivia game at the uh, end, seeing uh, as you beat Jim so badly uh, on the yeah. uh, the tough guy movie, tough guys <laughs> trivial uh, last week. We have to give him a chance to get even. Well, anyway, it's good to be back, boys, and let's get down some true crime time for hump day. All right, and we're going to go to Tennessee, and a 62-year-old woman and her 29-year-old daughter were arrested on suspicion of attempted murder for beating the woman's husband with a cast-iron skillet and a knife after he said he wanted a divorce. Uh, so he, you know, you got to email those things. Right, you can't. Yeah, set it up on a smoke signal. <laughs> you may not want to. You may want to uh, have a face-to-face conversation about that. But body cam footage which we do have the body game footage. We'll post it for you. Shows a Cheatham County Sheriff's Office deputy approaching a shirtless man who was bleeding profusely from the head and sitting on a neighbor's porch. When the deputy asked the man if he was all right, the man responded, I've had better days. So the victim told police that he informed his wife he wanted to divorce her, which then caused his wife and daughter to hit him with a frying pan and and a knife. He said he and his wife argued for several hours. Then he went to bed. He said they attacked him while he was asleep. So he ran to the neighbor's house for safety. Mm. The deputy went to the victim's home and located the man's wife and daughter, who were both inside on the floor crying. The deputy said over the radio that there was lots of blood inside. I imagine. Both women had suffered lacerations to their arms. The wife, who identified, who has been identified as Pam Davis, uh, said that her husband pushed her. The daughter, Kelly Davis, showed the deputy that she had wounds on her back and torso, and she claimed her father had done this before. Kelly Davis hit her father with the skillet and knife while Pam Davis choked him with a belt. What? Man, they double teamed this guy. Yeah, so the deputy wrote in the affidavit that every laceration found on Kelly was superficial, shallow lacerations, even the laceration of her neck. So he's probably thinking she might have done this to herself. Uh, The two women were arrested on suspicion of attempted murder and booked into the Cheatham County Jail. Let me tell you something. There's a difference between a skillet and a cast iron skillet mm. of, oh, of, of, of about 15 pounds. <laughs> and the thickness, so you're not hitting them with, with one of those non-stick like, skillets. Freaking you, sledgehammer, you hit, man. You hit somebody with a cat nut. That's, 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 one shot. that's a one-shot skillet. We cook in the big cast iron skillets, and we got all the different sizes. Yeah. And, and, yeah, one shot of that would crush a skull. Yeah, the aluminum I can take. Yeah, the cast yeah, iron, uh, I'm uh, going to yeah. night-night. So, so this guy was still conscious and able to speak when the police got there. but Bleeding all over himself. And, obviously, he doesn't know. make it uh, that much uh, longer after that. So he... Probably had some bad head injuries. There. I could imagine. Makes me think they had it planned out too, because when they attacked him, one of them's behind him with uh, a belt, belt choking yeah, him, right? While yeah. the other one's beating him with a skill and a knife. Crazy, crazy. Mm. I don't know. Ashland, Tennessee, all over, Ashland. fired up, all over divorce. Yeah, yeah all over that. Should well, email. I don't know. So I'm gonna take you to. Mm, I want to say the only town I like, or city I like in California, which is San Diego, which is where my oldest lives. 
Uh, and San Diego cops said they fielded numerous complaints from businesses and residents near the location of the Ocean Spa Massage Parlor. Now, the reports ranged from hearing lurid sex noises to locals seeing people having sex in cars. Mm-hmm. Churchgoers attending a service next door to the massage parlor last Sunday morning were more than shocked when Holy Communion was interrupted by the audible sounds of sex, oh, dirty God. talk, and climax. Right? Climax and climax, there. right? I guess some people were screaming. To toe curling. <laughs> Could you uh, imagine uh, being in church go up to and get, get communion, communion and, and somebody's over there oh um, my god doing the monkey the department's <laughs> vice the used began a, the department's vice unit began an extensive and thorough investigation involving more than 125 hours of work during that time they documented at least four in instances where employees offered cops sex. I imagine that. But eventually, four people were busted for prostitution as the city took legal action to shut down the business. The city's attorney is also imposing uh, over $100,000 in civil penalties. And the owners of the Ocean Spa have been masquerading as a legitimate business for far too long. That's what the attorney said. Uh, Ocean Spa is a sex shop, not a massage parlor, and it has no place in our community or anywhere else. We look forward to holding these perpetrators accountable and to restoring peace in this complex. Some local residents say a 2022 law that repealed a ban on loitering is what uh, exasperated the problem. Proponents said... The repeal would protect women and transgender adults from being targeted by cops. And the, you know what the difference, well, the difference between this one and the story we did last week in New York City, they actually arrested somebody. Mm. Um, really? In California? That's shocking. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, in New York, remember, they did spend all the time in the man hours and everything mm-hmm. else and didn't even cite anyone. Uh, anyway, that basically... It said it's always been pretty common with massage parlors to offer more than massages. That's commonly referred to as a happy ending. But um, with the new law, the whole industry is emboldened because they know nothing will happen. Pimps know they can flood the streets with more girls. And with the busiest border crossing here in San Diego, sex trafficking is out of control. Right. And when I I saw the story, uh, you know, most cities in the – really in the entire United States, most cities have ordinances about uh, having massage parlors a certain length away from like churches, Yeah, specifically named churches in yeah. these ordinances a lot of times. Uh, so that was a surprise just right off the bat. Either yeah. they were screaming really loud or they were really close. Yeah, I think it's a pop-up yeah. massage parlor. Pop- yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was like a food truck. It yeah. says a massage <laughs> truck. Says, and massage not all truck. massage parlors obviously are bad, and there's some out there totally legit massage parlors. But you know, they usually call um, themselves spas if yeah, they're yeah, uh, yeah. on the legit side. And, um, some people try to go to legit ones thinking they're getting a happy ending and doesn't work out. Yeah. But yeah, they. I mean, rub know, and tug. The what they call interesting that. story. Um, I mean, oldest professional on earth. What do you do about that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, got to interrupt church. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, maybe so, he just needed to change the hours of his services, yeah. and that would have. Uh, but usually they run twenty four hours. Not that I would know yeah. about that. <laughs> I know. Well, let's uh, let's go to Columbia. We've been going to Columbia a lot lately. Mike loves him some Columbia. Bro. Mm, well, descendants of illegal hippos that were imported to Columbia by Pablo Escobar in his heyday in the nineteen eighties have multiplied and started attacking people. There have been multiple attacks resulting in two deaths in recent months, and the country is desperate to find a solution. Escobar set up his own zoo at Hacienda Napolis. Which he was in prison. Using the fortune he compiled from his transnational drug trafficking organization to uh, create that zoo. The feared drug uh, kingpin supposedly became interested in creating his own zoo after noticing that fellow associates and cartel leaders like the Ochoas had exotic animal collections of their own right. on, on their estates. And so he had to keep up with the Ochoas. Right. Uh, so the Medellin cartel boss defied Colombian law and local officials and purchased a collection of 1,900 exotic animals from a zoo in Dallas. Mm. <laughs> who yeah. does? Who cut that deal? I don't know. Is Some, that, somebody got paid uh, cash. I can two, mil, two million dollars for 1,900 exotic animals from a zoo in Dallas. I don't know what year in the 80s that was, but uh, that's interesting. The capo became bothered at the fact that there was only one hippo, a male. So he told the henchman he needed more. You have to buy a hippopotamus because Noah's Ark is wobbling, Pablo Escobar said. <laughs> uh, call Miami and ask them to send me a female on a plane now. And my guess would be that that person moved with light speed to get him uh, to get uh, the folks in Miami on the uh, on the phone. The the zoo's hippo collection grew to four. So they brought three females over. So that first male hippo was busy. He was busy. He was uh, he really loved Pablo for that move. Colombian authorities, many of whom were controlled by Escobar, sought not to enforce the laws forbidding private citizens from collecting exotics. And so Escobar's zoo grew unabated until his death in 1993. Some of the animals were transferred to zoos following Escobar's death, while others escaped and multiplied. The hippos fled and spread from the Kingpin's private zoo into nearby rivers where they have flourished now for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Hippos have no natural predators in uh, in Colombia and have been declared an invasive species, which threaten the ecosystem. Most of the hippos live freely in rivers and reproduce without control. This led Colombia's Ministry of the Environment to start sterilizing them in November. Um, apparently, the sterilization process is quite difficult. They're very, very dangerous. The species is unpredictable and aggressive, and they have started to attack people. And meanwhile, the Colombian environmental minister, uh, Susana Mohammed, said, we are in a race against time in terms of permanent environmental and ecosystem impacts. The government claims there's a population of at least 169 hippos roaming around the rivers of Colombia unsupervised. The plan from the uh, ministry is uh, is to sterilize 40 hippos a year and transfer them to other countries or possibly euthanize them if they yeah, can't get other countries to take them. The sterilization takes time because spotting, <laughs> spotting and capturing a territorial aggressive three-ton yeah. three animal is complicated. 
The government estimates that the hippo population could grow to more than 1,000 by 2035 if these measures are not taken. Uh, each sterilization costs about $9,800 and Shit. entails risks. The Colombian hippo crisis has become one of the greatest challenges of invasive species in the world. This guy from the ministry said, experts have said that sterilizing the hippopotamuses may not be enough to stop their growth and suggested that many of the animals needed to simply be killed. Uh, 9,800 versus 98 cents for a 7.62 from an AK-47. Right. I mean, that's an easy fix problem. A thousand of them? Yeah. They can be gone in a week. And, you know, you never think of hippos being that dangerous. But they are. They're, They're one dangerous. of the most dangerous uh, animals They kill in the more world. people than tigers and, and all of the rest of them combined. They kill yeah. over 500 just in Africa every year. Yep. 500 humans and their yep. teeth are so sharp. They say that one bite will go right through a human body. Yeah. And, I, I, and they're faster. They can yeah, outrun yeah, a human. Yeah, yeah. And three tons. I mean, they show them all the time with uh, the zoos feeding them whole watermelons, and they just barely uh, uh, push their, their mouth down, and, and the watermelons crack in half. Yeah. 9,800 to sterilize one. I'm pretty sure they can contract me for $5,000 per, and I can get rid of that problem in a month. There you go. Well, I don't know. Right. You got to get in the river to get, I mean, you got to get close enough. I have no problem hunting. The, the, right. the, I can hunt them down. Give me a crew what's of my the boys. Biggest, and what's the heck, biggest, make a heck of a document. Largest creature you've hunted. Um, elk, elk away. Um, 15, six, 1600 pounds. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's yeah. say six or 800. Okay. So that's, uh, that's one quarter of a hippo. Yeah, but it's a bullet to the head is a bullet to the head. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, let's try to arrange that. Uh, hey, you're my broker. <laughs> Give me a deal. <laughs> I go down there, 5,000 times. That's hell, that's a half a million dollars, right? Yep. And all the I cocoa all. you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might try to do a trade deal. And then we got to see how they taste. <laughs> a barter exchange. <laughs> they, they must not taste good or they'd be eating them. Yeah. Well, Ooh. we're. We're going to get a wash. I wonder what hippo could taste like. I haven't ever thought about that. Yeah. Hippo, rhino, yeah, things you don't want to eat. We're going to go to Washington State, and we're going to tell you about an interesting thing. Look, you, you find all kinds of things in people's garages, right? Mm-hmm. Well, an inert nuclear missile was found oh, in, in Washington State in a man's garage. Explain on, that. On Wednesday of last week, the National Museum of the U.S. Air Force near Dayton, Ohio, they called police in Bellevue, Washington. They had, had to report an unexpected gift. Uh, police responded to the potential donor's home with a bomb squad. I imagine. The device, in fact, is a Douglas Air-2F Genie, uh, which is an unguided air-to-air rocket that is designed to carry a 1.5 kiloton nuclear warhead. Nice. That's sweet. The bomb squad discovered there was not a warhead, thank God, attached to the missile, so there was never any danger to the community. The man who owned the missile told police he purchased it from an estate sale. Right. <laughs> How? 
How the that's hell it. do you sell that? That's got to be the ultimate man cave. You got a nuclear missile in it. Oh, yeah. You're walking around. If you've ever been to these estate sales and, yeah. you know, things have prices on them. And yeah. you, what is this? Oh, it's a nuclear missile. Yeah, nuclear. <laughs> yeah, you you don't worry. It's not hard. Pretty crazy stuff at those sales. Yeah. I haven't so, seen a missile, though. We can get you a good deal on that. Yeah. Right? The, but the deal is, I'm pretty sure they're going to trace that serial number back and somebody's ass is in a crack. Well, it says because there was no warhead present and the military did not want the missile back, authorities say they left it with the man to be donated. Mm-hmm. Officials say because they never suspected that a warhead was present, there's no need for the city of 150,000 people to be evacuated. That's not but, happening. I mean... You know, that's shout crazy, out to the guy for right. wanting to, you know, not destroy history and actually that, donate the thing yeah. to a museum. Yeah. But well, good for him. I, I don't know what he paid for the inert nuclear warhead, yeah. but um, wasn't enough. I'll tell you yeah. what, that he has something that most people don't have. That's, that's right. You know, you put it in your man cave and you say, right. I'm about to show you something you ain't right. never seen right. and may never see Come again. Come on over and we're going to hang around the missile. And like, yeah. Maybe the estate sale just wanted too much. For the war, the warhead. If you bought the combination, yeah, they probably, so they probably, they probably still sold have it. the warhead <laughs> sold it on the side. <laughs> we didn't get that for the office. Actually, they sold it on the side to this next country. I'm gonna tell you all about, which is China. And a couple in China was executed Wednesday after they were. Con- it's springtime, boys. The grass is green, the birds are chirping, and the kids will be out of school soon. That makes it the perfect time to plan a family vacation. And we know from the stories we cover that this is not exactly the time to take the family to the Caribbean. You don't want to end up in the middle of some cartel drug shootout. So this year, it's time to take an international journey. And of course, a big international trip is just one reason to learn a new language with Rosetta Stone. You might have a different one. Maybe you want to connect with family or friends living overseas. Maybe you want to acquire a new skill for work or better understand a certain culture. Rosetta Stone has helped me have fun with my mother and at least have partial conversations in Italian after only a few lessons. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users in 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish, and many more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. No English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. Intuitive process, you pick up a language naturally, designed for long-term retention, speech recognition. The true accent feature is like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is convenient and an amazing value. That's right, Woody. A lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Real Life Real Crime and Daily Show listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Sayonara. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? I love it. You sound like, <laughs> it's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah, well, 
Have you tried Astro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this, and you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astapro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those roads, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directive for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Convicted of throwing two toddlers out of the window of a high-rise apartment, China's Supreme Court approved the death sentences of Zengbo and the father of the two children, and Ye Shengzhong, a woman with whom he began an affair. Zeng and Ye were convicted of staging an accidental fall in the city of Chonggong. Authorities said Zeng threw the children out of the 15th-floor window while they were playing. Zhang had started the affair with Ye, initially hiding that he was married with kids. And according to the Chinese, China Daily, Zhang eventually divorced his wife, but Ye encouraged Zhang to kill his children so they could start their own family. Authorities presented electronic evidence to the court proving that the couple had been planning the murders for nine months. They were initially sentenced to death in the local court in 2021, and despite the fact that Chinese Chinese law allows for the death sentence to be administered by a shooting. Zhang and Ye were both uh, given lethal injections. You know, I, I told you all this before. China, when they execute you, they actually uh, bill your family for the price of the bullet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. you saying that. And uh, I don't know crazy. why they – they what didn't it? decide to shoot those two or drop them from a 15-story building. That yeah, would have been a better way. Divorce cost in China. Uh, that's a good question. Probably some I'm going to it up while or something. Mike <laughs> does his story. I'd be curious. I, I didn't think two, I— Throw two kids out of a window? I mean, it's horrible. How the fuck do you think you can get away with that? I mean, they're one or two years old, they just— jumped out the window well when they're supposed to be smart they left an electronic trail of nine yeah, months exactly. of planning Clear your uh, search history yeah. uh yeah you're not uh, you're not going to get away with that and uh, it's one thing being better her, on tiktok either those are his those are his kids wow china's divorce rate is over 50 percent. is oh, it really like america yeah <laughs> and uh some men pay upwards of three hundred thousand to seven hundred thousand yen or Seven hundred k. So I think we got a lot more money than that. U.S. Yeah. Wow. So don't get divorced in China. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's stay international. You guys ever hear of Levi Belfield? Is that name something? I've heard of Levi Strauss Company. They're related, I think. But hey, by the way, uh, in the eighties, I thought button flies were really cool. And I have a pair of blue jean pants now, uh, polos that are butterfly, and they suck. 
when you get older and you got to pee all the time. Oh, yeah. You got to rip that beer. Thing, you gotta get it in what could whatever. possibly have triggered that in Woody Overton's mind? Levi Strauss and company. But these are polos, but it yeah. still sucks when you're drinking. Anyway. I like the I like the button. Not when you're drinking. Because yeah. when you break the seal the first time, and you got to go every five minutes. And then you spend the whole night trying to button your shit up. Every two minutes for me. Okay. Well, uh, Levi is a uh, a guy who uh, killed a bunch of people over in the UK. And uh, he's serving a double life sentence. But he wanted to have a big wedding anyway. Okay. So let's talk about him. Yeah. Folks on this side of the pond are likely not familiar with Levi Belfield, but Belfield is currently serving two life sentences for a killing spree in London from 2002 to 2004, which included the killing of a 13-year-old girl named Millie Dowler. Mm. Belfield also confessed to a 1999 murder of a student, Elizabeth Shaw. She was 19. He's being held at what they call a Category A prison, which is Franklin Prison in County Durham. But none of the above has prevented Belfield from planning for his big day. That's right. In jolly old England, even an evil serial killer can plan a nice wedding. But suddenly last week, Belfield's plans were canceled. Apparently, his fiancée became reluctant to take on the monster's last name. Sources say the wedding plans were scrapped because Belfield and his fiancée realized they were never going to enjoy a proper relationship. I don't know why no, it took no, them no so con- long to realize no, that. No but conjugal visits. Last night, Belfield's fiance confirmed that the pair won't be walking down the aisle at Franklin, where he is imprisoned alongside fellow murderers Ian Huntley and Wayne Cousins. So I guess that facility, they've got three famous serial killers in the mm-hmm. UK, all with their cells next to each other. That seems a bit cozy. The pair have now officially told prison officials they no longer have any intention to marry bringing an end to a costly saga, which will be a huge relief to many victims of Belfield. Belfield was introduced to his fiance through the Yorkshire Ripper, Peter mm. Sutcliffe, Another killer. who was friends with the woman. Belfield and Sutcliffe were on the same wing in uh, Franklin. So yet another serial killer introduced him, did the mm. setup to the woman who became his fiance. Belfield asked to be put in touch with the woman who's in her 40s after seeing her picture in Sutfield's uh, in Sutcliffe's cell. Details of their engagement first emerged back in May, uh, and Belfield asked the woman for her hand in marriage during a prison visit. The proposal caused political outrage with the then Prime Minister Boris Johnson claiming he was sickened and appalled by the prospect of a serial killer getting married behind bars. Anger only grew when it later emerged that Belfield had won a taxpayer-funded legal battle with justice chiefs over his right to marry. He also secured a grant of nearly $50,000 U.S. in legal aid after his lawyers threatened a judicial review citing the European Convention on Human Rights and the 1983 Marriage Act. So this guy got $50,000 from the government for his in-prison wedding. Belfield had arranged for... (laughs) The Harry Styles song, Watermelon Sugar, to be played during the ceremony. The woman who does not wish to be identified said, I purchased a ring for Levi as a gift, but I was told he couldn't have it unless we got married. We never expected the prison to push things as far as they did, but when they continued to refuse to allow Levi to wear the ring, we felt as if we had no choice. But we won't be getting married. It's a joint joint decision. Levi is gutted, but he's far more upset that he won't be able to wear the ring that I got for him. Revealing how she plans to carry on seeing Belfield, who also murdered 
Marsha McDonald, age 19, Amelia Delagrange, age 22, and several other people. I will continue with my visits and continue to try to get the ring allowed. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So. That's crazy. A yeah. big family wedding in it, the. It, uh, what's really crazy, and we've talked about this in Bloody Angle numerous times, is these females they have infatuation with the serial killers and write them. Oh yeah, and, yeah. and want to marry them love and all them. that, right? Bad can boys. You, can you, you know, get it's it's a no, thing with no bad conjugal boys. business in the state of Louisiana. You can get married there, but you can get married, yeah. but it's not a ceremony. Well, they have a, a little ceremony, but, uh, you, but not a fi- not needing not a fifty thousand dollar budget. No. Yeah, no, that ain't. No, Harry Styles doesn't come and sing no. at uh, in, in no. Louisiana. Harry's stupid. It's unbelievable. And the fact that all these serial killers are all buddies hanging out in the same wing. I mean, that, no. just nothing good can come from that. But. like that for her. Yeah. Mile high. Uh, mm. time. And look, this is a, a mile high, about a mile high. How about that? There you go. All right, a man in a, on a flight from Louisville to Orlando was arrested after agents say he was disruptive on the flight. He grabbed one flight attendant and asked her and another flight attendant if they would like to join the Mile High Club. Something tells me he might have been hitting the drinks a little bit that day. Uh, James Finister was on a Spirit Airlines flight from Louisville, Kentucky to Orlando International Airport. Finster asked the lead flight attendant if she did indeed want to join the Mile High Club. Finister then grabbed a second female flight attendant, pulled her onto his seat, and asked her the same question. In addition to that, Finister asked multiple questions about the plane's cockpit, including questions related to entering the cockpit. Uh, (laughs) That's never good when people ask you that. Uh, when the plane landed, Orlando police officer spoke to Finister, who admitted to his actions. He also told police he had several shots of alcohol before Imagine before that. the flight to calm his nerves because he had never flown before. Yeah, he probably never going to fly again. <laughs> Which explains why he wanted to join the Mile High right. Club. Finister is now uh, facing federal charges of interfering with the performance of the duties of a flight crew member. And he could almost be a dumb criminal too. He he could be really close. I'm surprised with that uh, those clever lines and that approach that he wasn't able to close the deal. Boy, I'm telling you, I'm gonna say this real quick. I know you hate Frontier. Um, The I'm pretty sure Spirit's never gonna sponsor us. I will never fly Spirit again. I flew it one time. Fuck that. Really, it's the worst. I've never I've flown Frontier one time. It wasn't bad. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have a bad issue mm-hmm. with Frontier, but 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 Spirit, the worst. It's a bus. It's like flying in a Greyhound. Yeah. Well, their their flight attendants will definitely not join the Mile High Club. Right. At least I, in, in well, Mr. Finnis' case, his, yeah, in his case, I'd <laughs> be different in Uber. On that. That's right, <laughs> Mr. Finster. Right. Wasn't there a cartoon with Baby Face Finster? That's the bad guy. Sounds like Babyface Finster. Heard of that one? Yeah. Here it comes for kinky crimes. No pun intended. Pun intended. Kinky crimes for Wednesday. So this dude catches an Uber, right? Um, Or this person catches an Uber, and they're forty-six years old, and they took an Uber 
home is due to a $655,000 townhouse. And a Florida man, this guy, exposed his genitals and pleasured himself to completion, forcing the driver to clean up the mess left behind by his front seat passenger. Mm, He did that in the front seat. Yeah, right? So the driver picked up Jason Haggerty, 46, around 8.45 p.m. Saturday in Tampa and drove him to St. Petersburg. So while en route, Haggerty displayed and exposed his penis and proceeded to masturbate the duration of the ride until arriving home. The driver told cops he speaks no English and was unable to tell the defendants to stop, though he did use his phone to record the defendant masturbating. (laughs) You go, Jim, always on camera. The driver said Haggerty ejaculated inside the vehicle. Oh, my God. In in order to continue working, the driver had to personally clean the similar fluid. Fuck that. I don't give a shit. How much money making? Uh-uh. What kind of that. tip did the guy leave? But he had to clean the seminal fluid from his own vehicle. There was a third unknown Ugh. person in the vehicle's backseat who spoke up for the victim at the conclusion of the ride. Police believe that alcohol played a role in the incident. Haggerty, who is listening to this, checking this out. This dude was a licensed nurse practitioner, and he was arrested yesterday for exposure of sexual organs which is a misdemeanor and booked in jail. Um, wow. You know, the the judge directed Haggerty to have no contact with the driver. Additionally, the judge ruled that the defendant shall not use an Uber, Lyft, <laughs> ride share, or any other assisted means of transportation while the case is pending. I don't blame well, What the f- uh, I mean, when you get the urge, you get the urge. Yeah, but right? I mean, really? Cleaning somebody's jizz out of your AC vents? Can you think of something, anything more horrible? A, basically, a doctor. And here's a picture of our doctor. Oh, that's right? disgusting. Or a physician's assistant, whatever. I think that's the same expression he had. I think he's probably ejaculating right there because that's, so, that's right? probably the yeah, same expression he one had. One hand's holding the selfie, and the other hand, he can't see. Oh, it. my God. That is Kinky Crimes for Wednesday. Wow. Crazy. Don't let those passengers in the front seat. Uh, I guess, I don't know, the back seat was full? I don't know, man. uh, I wonder if he had a seat. I'm thinking if if I'm in the back seat and some dude starts doing that in the front seat, I'm swinging on it, man, in a heartbeat. Put that thing up. Holster that. Let me... Yeah. Who knows where that thing's going to blow. Like, what was turning that guy on? I have no idea. How about some banjos in honor of Carl oh, Weathers? Here we go. Okay, Jim, your chance to get back. My chance. At, at Woody, who was hot last week. Okay, so I have 10 questions, trivia questions, about Carl Weathers, mostly tied to Rocky. Uh, and one tiebreaker in uh, in case we uh, need it. So I've got uh, 11 questions in total. You can, once I read the question, or in the process of me reading the question, bang the table. Whoever bangs first will get the first shot. Uh, they are multiple choice. So if uh, if you jump in before I'm uh, I'm done, you're not going to hear the choices. You're going to have to yep. give your uh, your guests same as always. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, Jim, feel free to boom the freaking explanation. (laughs) Question one. Why does Apollo Creed fight Rocky the first time? 
Jim was first. Uh, because the guy he was fighting prior to that uh, backed out, and they wanted to put an opponent in there that was like a, as they called it, a, a all Amer- all American guy. We'll give you that one, Jim. There you go. Okay. That is. Long. I'm sorry, y'all. If you hear some noise yeah. in the background, it is they are mowing the grass. Who the hell is mowing the grass in, in oh, what man. is this February? Sure, there's not a biker gang out there coming after us. <laughs> yeah. Question two: Who wins the fight between Apollo and Rocky and Rock Woody? Uh, uh, it was it was Apollo. It was a draw. Draw. Yeah, I was gonna say draw, but. So, Jim has two. Um, and by the way, it could have been in, if it was Rocky 2, it would have been a different answer. So right, I yeah, said yeah. between Apollo and Rocky in Rocky 1. Yeah, we knew. Okay. We knew. Okay. Question three. Rocky's girlfriend works at? Pet shop. That was pretty darn close to a tie there. Give it a tie. I'll give it time. to Woody. Wait, no. It was what was the score going in that? Two to nothing. Two, well, let's give it to Jim then. It's two one because you're tied. Rocky's girlfriend slash wife is played by what actress? Is it A. Talia Shire? Talia Shire. Talia Shire is the right Very good, answer. John. Jim, so we're tied now. Two two, right? No, it's three to one. <laughs> three to one. You were given. Okay. I okay. won the first two. Woody. You were going to give me the third one, but you gave it to Woody. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay. Now I got it. What is the actor's name that plays Mick in the Rocky movies? Is it A, Frank Gorshin? B, Cesar Romero? C, Burgess Meredith? I got C. Woody. C. C, Burgess Meredith. He was cool. And yeah. choice D was Julie Newmar. Those are all the names of Batman villains. You're a bum. Yeah. You're a bum. That was a one line. You're a bum. You can't win. <laughs> Apollo becomes Rocky's trainer in Rocky Three to defeat I Clubber got, Lang. Clubber Lang. Woody good. He's that uh that, medica- hey, woman. that, that medication. You'll be on the real <laughs> oh, man. That was great. Give the brother a shot. That medication is doing wonders. Apollo gets killed in the ring by Ivan Dragar. What's his name? Dragar. Drago! Ivan Drago in Rocky IV, yes. I had uh, Muhammad Ali and Spider Rico. Spider Rico. (laughs) Apollo grew up in what city? A, Philadelphia. B, Pinellas County. (laughs) C, Chicago or D? D. Would it? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Detroit. Doesn't Los matter. Angeles. Don't you remember they go to they the, go to the, LA that's to train? Right. I, I was Crenshaw at Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, yeah. So I knew it wasn't the other ones. So you <laughs> okay. gotta give them a point now. Okay. <laughs> Question what is this eight? What was the theme song of Rocky Three? I was going to say, I thought when Apollo came out, but it it was James Brown said, Living in America. I know it. I had multiple choices. Well, I already know it. Eye of the Tiger. It is the Eye of the Tiger, Survivor. 
Uh, I did have I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston, uh-huh. When Doves Cry by Prince, or Losing My Religion by R.E.M. as other choices. But uh, what's, got the, it with what's the score now? It's, uh, that was after eight. I believe it's 5-3. Is that right? Yeah, it sounds good to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got at least well, three. Not, well, he can tie if he gets these right. What kind of car did Rocky buy after he? Ferrari. Nope. No, incorrect. What kind of car did Rocky buy after he beat Apollo in Rocky Two? Was it a red AMC Pacer, a red Corvette, a white Porsche, or a black Trans Am? Black Trans Am. Yeah. Black Trans Am. Absolutely, okay. absolutely correct. Five four. So Jim gets this. We got to go to <laughs> four, dude. I'm killing him. <laughs> you, you, that's a, hey, I'm gonna go with that. Why you listen back? You gonna see? <laughs> Uh, okay, what was the name of Carl Weathers' character in Predator? Was it Poncho? Was it Dutch? Was it Dylan? Or was it Mac? We have Mac. I'm gonna say Dutch. Oh, Dutch was Arnold. Dutch was Arnold, and Mac was the uh, the other big. Uh, uh, African-American actor. Uh, Dylan was Carl Weathers' character who gets his All right, so entire so arm chopped now. off by the, yeah. by the alien. <laughs> I think he takes points away when we both miss. <laughs> we'll have to do an audit of the final yeah, score yeah. here because I'm, uh, I'm not positive. We're, which... we're, we're tired. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you absolutely are... Uh, are tied, and we're going to end it at a tie. That must have been question eleven. Actually, I'm sorry. Uh, that was the question. Oh, that was it. That was a closer battle than uh, than the movie yeah. Tough Guys. Yes, indeed. very good. Goodbye, very Carl good. Weathers. We yeah. loved you. Yeah, that's right. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, any final thoughts, Woody Everton? Mm, just love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. Um, thank you to our sponsors and. Thank you for liking and listening and sharing and all that good podcast stuff. Yeah, and we're going to have some Mardi Gras reporting to do here. Oh, yeah. Mm, couple that's coming. So and some Super Bowl have, reporting. Uh, we got a bet to make. Yes, next, yes, next we did. episode, but I've, uh, I've been training my liver for this uh, upcoming week. week of celebration. So yes, indeed. I we'll mean, see how that goes. All right, until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Your host of Real Life, Real Crime Daily. Peace. Let's. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.